This is Chris Gardner, Houston Round Ball Review, speaking with Ronald Hughes, head coach of Houston Cougars women's basketball. Coach, as always, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Bouncing off the walls here. My son and my wife and you know, my, my oldest daughter are here. And, I mean, we're literally bouncing off the walls here trying to you know, get out and do some things during the day, whether it be uh, just go to the park and walk around how has the pandemic impacted your daily work regimen oh it's, it's been tremendous you know the one thing is we used to seeing the kids we used to have them come up to the office at this time you know checking on the classes and tutors and things like that and, and start to you know finish up the season uh the spring season of, of workouts and things like that all of that has disappeared um, so as you know everything has been online virtually and uh, a couple of my friends called me back home and said zoom is behind the whole uh, pandemic you know just because they're making all the money now. yeah <laughs> take you much time to learn how to use Zoom? Are you tech savvy? Um, I have people on my staff that really uh, tech savvy so they can kind of give me a quick tutorial and um, we're there. We get all our uh, player and players um, we also get our support staff to do more meetings and uh, we're doing um, you know a, a lot of recruiting and things like that Summarize for me this past season for you. takeaways do you do you have from the season? What'd you learn? You know, what positives first? Any positives at all? And, and then what did you learn going forward? forward? Yeah, a lot of positives. You know, Diamond Black, Tatiana Hill. Um, I think all the players had an opportunity to grow. You know, they were all asked to get outside of themselves and um, jump into a different role. Diamond, who wants to uh, lead the country in assist, was asked Consistently tried to give us the best we could, and I thought she did a hell of a job. 
Tatiana Hill, same thing. Whereas the year before, she did a lot of uh, pouting and, and still trying to mature. Um, had to play long minutes to stay out of foul trouble, things like that. That was one thing we did. You know, we cut down our fouls. Our fouls were, uh, you know, 20, 21 a game. Um, after uh, this season, the, we, we cut those down to like 14, 15 a game because we had those three guards and, and you know, a couple post players that had to play off in 35, 40 minutes a game. Um, the other thing was those young ladies, you know, became closer. Um, you know, and they understand exactly what they want. They've seen the light. So that was the other piece. It, it started to create what we call our leadership council. So we're going to get about five of them together just to help us um, be the best that we can be across the board. We talk about culture, uh, academic tutors to task halls, to you know, how do we represent our culture on the beaches, things like that. So they are all in on those things. Uh, I think the negative that came out of it was, you know, of course we didn't win the game. And there were times that hard to score. It's hard to score and then when we did get stopped, you know, it put so much pressure on your offense because your defense was stepping up, but when you couldn't score, um, it put pressure on everybody. Um, it also added uh, a dimension to me, just understanding exactly how important you can't miss on a class in recruiting. And I thought we missed on a class in recruiting. We took the transfers and hoped that the NCAA would give us the waiver, and that didn't happen. So our worst nightmare happened. Um, so it was a great learning experience, and one that I do not, well, my staff does not want to endure again. So we're hitting, shaking every single push for every single recruit we possibly get. And we'll just keep adding on to that. Who are the people you have coming in? Assuming we have a season, of course, but who you got uh, for the class of 2020? You know, starting out with the freshman, uh, Layla Blair, who's a tremendous scorer, um, who, I, I mean, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, kid, that you can, three-level scorer that can give it to you any way you ask for it. Um, the thing I love about Layla is her faith. You know, she's church-bound. And, and tied into her faith that is tremendous. Her work ethic is tremendous. Um, and she's a local kid. Um, the other one is Taylor uh, Purdy. When you talk about Taylor, she's another guard. She's 5'8", 5'9", that can just get up and down the floor from Hightower. Um, that's just explosive. And, I mean, again, we talk about tremendous family and, and loyalty. I mean, they were in the game just like Blair. Um, question it. And then Cameron, um, the 6'2", 6'3", post player, who, who's just going to be tremendous for us. I mean, I, I think he's probably valedictorian of her high school right now. Um, but can, can rebound with the best of them, block shots, front of the press. Um, he's going to be developing at the four, but we can also play her at the five. Um, she's just so agile and quick. Um, those three freshmen are going to be tremendous for us, and we'll see a lot of time as freshmen. Um, from the junior college ranks, uh, we have Talia Burrell, who from Jacksonville Junior College. Um, she is valedictorian of her school. Um, they're a sophomore class, a kid that always got 
eight feet. I think she said she had like four feet um, throughout her her high school and, and college experience. But that can shoot the basketball, create her own shot, and she's a, a, a powerful guard, five nine, five ten, that can score through contact. And you know, with our motion offense and with the drive, we always welcome that. But one of the best things about it is her And last but not least, Tiff Gaffney, uh, white, you know, six five, just presence in the paint. You know, she originally went to Mississippi State, um, decided not to stay there after the first summer. Uh, went to uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast and just had a time down there. Um, I think she averaged like 18, 12, 17, 14, something like that, uh, with two and a half, three blocks a game. That can just a presence. Solid hands, runs the floor. Um, when you talk about adding those kind of kids to our program with the ones we already have, I think we have every piece of the puzzle um, to win the conference, uh, especially with UConn exiting. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this team plays. Based on the freshman, the JUCOs, it sounds like you, you got taller. As you said, 6'5, six 6'2, six Layla. Goliath, uh, 5'9", Taylor's 5'9", so that's taller. You still got Julia Blackshell Fair. She's like 5'9", 5'10". So you got taller, longer, and more athletic, sounds like. Exactly, especially with the ones we had sitting out. Talking about Maya Crump, you know, 5'11", 6'0", guard. Um, Paris Evelyn, 6'0", uh, guard. Uh, Brittany... Um, five ten guard. So we've got longer and more athletic, exactly like you said. Well, now that UConn, I mean, it's not official, 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 but they're going. You, you said it. Give me. I mean, it's April fifteenth. You know, it used to be tax day, but this year is not because of the pandemic. But as of today. How does the American Athletic Conference look for Miss Basketball in 2020-2021 season? I still think we have a dynamic conference. You know, you line us up against, you know, any of the schools across the country. I think, especially when you start at the top with, you know, USF, Central Florida, Cincinnati, um, compete with anybody. And then as you go on down, you know, between us, Tulane, and, and, and people like that, I think we're going to have an opportunity just to show the world, the basketball world, that we can compete across the country even without UConn. And uh, I'm just really excited about what we still have to offer. It is early, so I'm not going to pin you down yet, but I will ask, do you have or have you finalized any non-conference opponents that you can announce publicly? Or can I, or, or will I have to wait until later on to get that from you? I can uh, certainly talk about the Cancun challenge because um, we have gotten the contract back on them where we'll play Florida State, Tennessee, and USC. Um, the other ones we haven't solidified contracts yet, um, so I can't talk about those. But we're really looking forward to um, hitting some of the top teams in Power 5 and reports. So, that's why we want to do the Cancun Challenge. 
when is that November? to see if I'm available, coach, you know, need any help with the stats, anything like that, I'll carry you, I'll carry your bags, man, wheel them around or something. Exactly, exactly, I think it's going to be an exciting time, I think we'll be over all the, uh, the coronavirus stuff, and people have, hopefully, yeah, and watch the basketball, I think, you know, without um, healthcare professionals, and all our nurses, and doctors, and they're working, I want to go back. I just it just occurred to me. You bringing in two junior college players, and I think uh, Daphne was uh, second team All American. Juco, how how did you go about beginning to recruit them to come to your events? How did how did that interest come about? Um, they were both a little different. So I. Uh, Armani Brooks, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. his father texted me about uh, Kalia Burrell and said, I have a kid that um, TCU and SMU and Grambling and a bunch of people are going down to see, but I want to see if you'll be interested. If you're not interested, can you point me in the right direction of a good coach that can help her? He sent me the film and I was blown away. Down and watch it the next week and scored 32 points. Um, SMU and a few other people were at the game as well. Um, and from there, we just started talking. I asked Imani um, to just tell her about Houston, not try to recruit her or anything because we don't sell people on the University of Houston. We just inform them and then we let them make their decisions. And so he did that, and the rest is history. They were already all in. Um, so it wasn't Like that, 
and she can always make layups because you're bigger than her. Right? You got great hands. So now you need to drop step. You need to make moves. You need to work on a jump hook. You need to work on running the floor. You need to work on short point shots and those kind of things. And so that's where Hope started to help her and Coach Williams, the assistant coach down there as well. But that started to come to a struggle as everybody started to come in and start to recruit her because, again, like you know, Chris, and we've seen it so many times before, that the Power Fives come in and kids see the lights and want to do that. So Daphne had a chance to go on a visit early um, in November this past year to LSU. I think it was October, November, and she really loved it. And so I talked to her about, you know, not signing early and you know, have a chance to bring you in the spring. And um, she was like, okay, I definitely want to see it. Coach Dewey had been at me for a year at that time. And so the pandemic happened, you know, with COVID-19, and we couldn't get her on campus, and we had everything set up and her mom and flights and all of this. And so that's where the struggle came in. So now you're actually talking and trying to convince a kid who's never seen your campus, never met staff other than, you know, people that came to the game, never met administration or any of the team, you know, to try to come to your school when she's seen LSU. You know, she's had a chance to visit some other places. And that was the tough part. Um, she did come to our Tulane game and watch us play. We played at Tulane game that we came back in the second half and took it in overtime and ended up winning. Um, and she enjoyed the style of play and things like that, but I didn't think that that was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the long story short is, you know, the, the thing that Daphne um, said to me was, she appreciated me for coaching her hard. And I said, Daphne, what do you mean? And she said, the times where, you know, I didn't do what I need to do in tutoring or I didn't do what I need to do on the court and Coach Hope had to get on my butt and those kind of things. Even though you was recruiting me, you still got on me like I was one of your players already. And that's rare, Chris, because, again, if, if I'm a coach and I'm recruiting you and you got five, six other coaches, you, you're not going to let me, you know, be fussing at you and things like that and get on you. You'll be like, damn, please, I'll go on to the next dude. Right, that's true. And Daphne stuck with me. You know, I knew then that we would have a chance when it came down at the end because she wanted to be coached hard. She wanted someone who's going to care about her. She wanted someone that's going to check on her and, and be there for her. Um, she wanted someone that had a good relationship with her parents. She wanted someone that was going to you know, be there for her and, and not baby her. And that's the thing I admire most about it. And um, I was so excited because about seven days ago, she kind of cut off communication with me. Um, she was like, Coach, I'm stressed. I'm going to make a decision, all of this. And um, she said, right now, I just don't feel like talking. So that was a, a little tough for me when you always have access to be able to talk to her and text and those kind of things, get responses. And now she's just like, no. So for about five or six days, it's nothing. And and so she texted me yesterday and said, um, I'm definitely signing with the University of Houston. And, and all coaches, you love to hear that. You love to see those texts come through, but Nothing is solidified until your name is on the piece of paper in the name, and the paper is sent back to your compliance. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that is a, a great, a 
a great story. Two different stories, but good results for the program. So in this time, you know, it's April. And and one more thing before I wrap it up. Got the WNBA yeah. draft coming up in two days. Will you watch the WNBA draft? I will be all over it. Um, I also do a, a small draft um, we use it in recruiting sometimes. So when we start to talk about um, the kids that we want per position and things like that, Daphne has an opportunity to be a pro and see what your ceiling and see what she needs to do. Um, but again, she needs to get in shape and change her mentality to, to pro mentality and things like that. Uh, Maya Trump, same thing, you know, and, and so many others on our team. So we'll record it and those kind of things and share uh, some of that with our girls. Because again, they have aspirations and want to play at that next level, and we want them to understand exactly what it's about. And some of the things that they're saying about players. And let me add, because we didn't really say I didn't say it, but out of high school, Daphne was ranked top fifty in the country by ESPN's Hoop Girls. So she was highly touted as a senior in high school. So long, you know, took her a while to get to U of H, but she signed and committed. On April fifteenth, twenty twenty. So, assuming we'll have a fall season, look forward to seeing her uh, on campus playing inside of the Peter Center. So, Coach Huey, Coach Huey, Ron Huey of U of H, thanks as always for your time, and I will bend your ear when you get more and more of those non-conference date signs and dotted in the the uh, I's added and the T's crossed. We can talk about that again. So, I look forward to that too. So, just so you know, I'm putting you on blast right now. As soon as you get those contracts signed, I'm hitting you up again. Exactly, Chris. And you know I was interviewing you. I remember you interviewing me at the game. You said, you got to do something about rebounding. You got to do something about post plays. You got to do something about size. So now we have, you know, two six five, you know, and, and a six two and, and a six two, a couple of six twos. So three six. So now we're just trying to, trying to do what we need to do to get bigger to compete with the big boys. Sounds good, Coach. So kudos to you. Thank you for your time, as always, and I look forward to talking to you again. Chris, you're the best, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Go Cougs. Take care, Coach. Bye-bye.